0: It's a it's a it's a it's a piece of real estate on this monopoly board that kind of feels like ready to build on and 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 so as crazy as it sounds um, and that I think like maybe we're going to go back and swing for the fences this time. Um, I mean, we definitely are, but like I say, maybe because like you never know if you're going to hit the ball or not. But yeah, we're we're we we have ridiculously audacious plans uh, to do that.
1: Welcome to the Prosperity Perspective by DML conversation about how successful business owners invest their hard-earned money to preserve their wealth and what they might have done differently in hindsight. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Today, we are joined by Ian Frazier of The Go Game and Weave and uh, excited to, for him to share a little bit about his story and some of the ups and downs and uh, just learn from some of his experiences today. So, uh, Ian, as we get started, do you want to share a little bit about yourself and, uh, and Weave?
0: Yeah, sure. Thanks, Liam. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, Weave is, um, the, the product of a, of an 18 year old business called the Go Game, um, that pivoted pretty hard in, right in the beginning of the pandemic, uh, from a, a live in person corporate events company into a virtual, um, events company. Uh, and, uh, though we still run occasional, uh, in person events, the, um, you know, what, uh, it's been pretty, pretty exciting, pretty, pretty rapid growth for our new platform called Weave W E V E. That's sort of like a culture builder, um, engagement tool to to um, to build camaraderie and connectedness on, on, among corporate teams um, over video conferencing through sort of like a game show, uh, t- typically a game show, escape room, murder mystery. We have a bunch of games that that we offer. Um, so yeah, that's. Uh, That's me.
1: Very cool. How did how did you get involved in kind of the entrepreneurial space? How like what made you want to start the Go Game to begin with?
0: That's so funny. I actually had a dream um, that uh, that woke me up in the middle of the night, and it was I was playing a game with a crazy helmet strapped to my head that was beaming in through some kind of technology voices telling me where to go. And I was, in, I was on this ridiculous sort of what, like a wild goose chase through the streets of San Francisco. Um, and I was communicating with somebody. I didn't know who they were. I could hear them. And, and they, I said, I'm playing some game and I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, and they said, Oh, no, 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 That's part of it. You gotta, you gotta follow the clues. And I was like, I, really where? And whatever. And they said, yeah, I just finished playing changed my life. It's called the go game. And I was like, "A Go Game, huh? And then I woke up and I had my little notebook next to my bed and I wrote it down and just started writing about it. Um, and then uh, a really good friend of mine named Finn Kelly um, was uh, kind of captivated with the idea. And um, and we bought some cell phones back in the day. They were about his biggest toasters. And he was a coder. And he's like, I can make, let's make this game. But let's do it where you know it'll it'll talk to you through through a cell phone. Um, so we we really we were possessed by it, and we wanted to basically make a cool, fun game that we and our friends could play. Um, it wasn't really initially started out with like, "Hey, we're going to we're going to start a business." So pretty funny, pretty funny start. But it was in a dream, and it came with a name. So.
1: It, it, fascinating that the name of the company actually came from the dream too. Uh, I don't hear that very often, but that, that's pretty neat. Can you talk to us a little bit more? Right, a, a lot of what we talk about on the podcast is you know once you hit that point of profitability, where you don't have to worry about covering your operational overhead, right? You don't have to worry about putting food on the table. Kind of where do you allocate those funds, right? And so in, in your case. got this interesting dichotomy of uh you know you're probably working a job now you've got the vision to go build the game at some point the vision and the drive to build the game became the thing right and there was probably an upswing associated with that right where you're putting resources in uh you know allocating from other places you know kind of what does that look like and then once you got to that point you know kind of how did you think about it did you go replenish wherever you pulled money from first did you go invest in other things uh did you invest back in the company kind of of. what was that process like
0: for you well we we, you know we've been in business for quite a long time so we we also watched you know the big recession and watched all of our you know grandparents lose their 401ks and and stuff like that and our business was hit we were down by 50 percent or something um but um but we decided i think through we were even around at the pets.com crash right in the beginning. And it, it, we're in San Francisco. So we're watching these wild sort of fluctuations and decided really that like, we were a great thing to invest in like our business. There's So much under our control, which is like how hard we worked, who we hired. Um, and so that felt, that felt almost like the le- less risky than like web van stock or, you know, anything like that. So we really, our, our guiding principle was like, let's take, um you know a ton of our money and put it put it reinvest it in the company and, and like build new products and um and some like you know and, and initiatives like that so typically that's what we've we've done instead of um you know like pulling all the money out of the company for our for ourselves um so yeah kind of investing in ourselves felt like safe <laughs>
1: So you, in our uh, chat ahead of the call, you'd mentioned you had a daughter who's off at college, right? So this is probably all happening as she's a young child. <laughs> uh, how did you navigate, you know, reinvesting all that money back into the company when you're also, you know, raising a family?
0: Yeah, we. Um, well, the cool thing about having a kid is, you know, it's hard to do a lot of really expensive things, you know. So <laughs> we, um, we, uh, you know, I, I think. Prior to having kids, you i was at least gallivanting around, traveling around a lot more. Um, but uh, but we—it's—you know—there were definitely some some jokes at mine and my business partner's expense that, you know, I, my wife would come by our office and our office, which was, you know, my business partner's apartment, you know, a spare bedroom. And we'd be doing some ridiculous project that was we, we swore was part of, you know, building the business. And she'd go in and shake, shake her head. Like, what are you guys doing? Um, so I think it was like, it was a motivating factor. Um, and, uh, I don't know, we were, we ran pretty low overhead operations uh, in, in the beginning. And, um, And uh, so, yeah, we we also like a lot of entrepreneurs. I think you're just you're not really thinking about that, you know, with with uh, with college. We're like, you know, we're watching coders, you know, without any any college at all, you know, garner these huge salaries. We're like, you know, who knows what will happen?
1: So as you fast forward to today, right? Uh, Obviously, you've had a big shift that's, you know, 18 months ago that it has, you know, significantly changed the trajectory and the offering, things like that. Um, But if we were to look, you know, slightly prior to that change or maybe where you are today in terms of how you think of your investment strategy, is it still the same? Is it still, hey, pour everything into the company and and make this thing grow? Or uh, did something shift along the way where, you know, that strategy became slightly different for you?
0: Um, we have, uh, you know, it's a balance. You know, we've, we, we've, we've been able to like pull somebody out and put it in our 401ks and, you know, and feel somewhat de risked, you know, about the future. Um, so I'd say like, I mean, I'm, I'm a bit of a, like a prepper, you know, like I'm, a, I, I like having, um, you know, stable things, um, you know, investments. Um, I feel like we're, we're pretty exposed to the, um, the frothy the frothy tech economy through our business. Um and that's a that's a, you know a nice way to diversify and, and expose yourself to to that side of the economy. And then I'm more of a like, let's take care of the basics and you know and not be wildly speculative on the personal front. Um at the same time, like I think crypto is also very interesting and you know I'm, I you know I'm exposed there as well. And I um so I, I think um really have like a broad view of of like our my financial picture and i think my my business partner does too um so uh yeah we like seeing seeing our company as 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 almost like a you know a risk um you know it faces risk uh, more so i think than than my you know investments if that makes <laughs> sense um as
1: you go back would you change anything
0: yeah i think we could have swung harder for the fences maybe um, the funny story is we had this uh <laughs> we met with a with an intellectual property attorney early on after the stream and we were hacking this game together and we were like what kind of you know we should get some patents or something like for what we met with this guy and we we're like we have a game where you it's like we have one of these new phones that you read and it's got words on it. And then the words tell you where to go. And he's like, really? I was like, yeah, t- you said, we can, you know, we can tell you where to go in text. Um, and he, and he was like, huh, you might be able to protect that idea. He's like, you know? And at the time we were, you know, we were living off our savings. I think it was going to be about 20, $25,000 to get that going. And we were like, yeah, I don't know, man. That's like, that's a lot of money. And um, he said, you know what, what you should do is just go ahead and get a really big head start on your competition because I don't think anybody's really doing this right now. Um, and uh, I think it, it turned out to be pretty sound advice. Like we did, we had, a, we, had a, we had a really great run up in like sort of the first five to 10 years um, of like fast growth and, and, and really had a ton of fun building a business. But there are times where I think back and I'm like, oh man, we should have filed. We should have gotten those patents on on reading a cell phone. Um, but you know, there are some other companies that were competitors to ours that I think had strategically thought about the landscape of like geolocative mobile technology in a much broader sense than we did. We were so excited to be you know booking events and you know making money, um, you know hiring people and there were some other companies i think that that saw the the bigger landscape of of uh like what these phones would become in our lives um so i think uh yeah there's a little like going back i'd be like man i think there were probably some opportunities to swing for the fences more than we we did but like you said you know it's like you have a kid and a wife who's like hey really hoping we can get that new stove (laughs) it's gonna happen so you know that i'd say that's one of the things you know but it but it also turned out you know to be a really fun ride so can't really complain
1: what's the most exciting thing that you're working on today
0: that gets you jazzed um i would say this this uh virtual video conferencing platform is like, the the ability to scale this thing is really vastly different than where we were, uh, you know, the marketplace we were in before, which was like real people going to real events. Um, And um, and, and interestingly, like our our mobile, sorry, our virtual um, platform does have like a, a, a real life person who's a host, but they're like all over the world and, you know, they can jump in and, and host an event and it, it is like, it's a massively different sized uh, marketplace that we're in uh, to, you know, to, to uh, service. And that's like, honestly, like really exciting. Um, that's one of the things is just like the opportunity. And then like every game that, you know, we go in and watch or audit or are part of, it's kind of magical. Like this, Kind of fun, silly connection that happens um, in in each game. Uh, so um, I don't know. I, I'm excited. To, I'm, I'm like, like like I said earlier, Liam. Like it's like we got reinvented as a startup 18 months ago after having a like a a pretty mature, long in the tooth business. Um, so it's like it's just been like we've been waking up in the morning with like a whole new sort of jump out of bed vigor. Um, it's been really exciting. I think. You know it kind of coincided with our our other business basically zeroing out and every in-person corporate event going hey we want our money back and we're canceling our sales kickoff in vegas that you know we already signed a big contract for so that'll that'll jump get get you to jump out of bed but um but it's been really really fun to, to uh to develop this game kind of in partnership with a lot of our clients who also were like oh my gosh what the heck are we doing like everyone's in their bedroom and their pajamas and, and freaking out. Uh, we were like, we've got a solution for you. You know, we we joked that we felt a bit like emotional first responders, you know, in that first like quarter after the pandemic, we were like, it's going to be okay. Um, so it was, it was, it was very motivating.
1: Do you see yourself that you talked about video platform and conferencing right? Do you see yourself as a competitor to the Zooms and Teams of the world? Or is it very much, no, we're still focused on, you know, that team building and that engagement
0: that's outside yeah. of normal communication? Um, we've had a lot of conversations about that. It's like, do we stay in our lane where we've got a night, we've carved out a really nice business for ourselves in, the, in this um, in this team building world? Or it's, or it's like, do we, do we go, go take on... Really big players and, and, and do we go, you know, try to become a a better meeting platform? And, um, and it's been pretty crazy, but we're like, we're going to be a better meeting platform. Um, and, and that's, uh, that's our, that's our task. So we're, we're starting, you know, subscription, you know, see, like we're really pivoting into it, into it like a SaaS model and, um, and, and not becoming just an event company, but a, but a platform and content, um, offering. So. Uh yeah, one of the one uh, I think a good way to think about this is um we're we're on Zoom right now, but we use Google Meets a lot. And um it's pretty pretty common meeting platform and they have a, a little button on the bottom right of Google Meets and it says activities. Pretty pretty good real estate, you know, for like the billion people that use it every day. And it's I don't know, the icon, it's a little circle, square, and triangle. And then you click on it. And it's a like about a third of the screen pops up and it's all white and has one activity whiteboard and you're like so it actually should say activity not activities because there's only one in there and we're like and, and our and our mission is like we want to fill that thing up if it's for google you know like you know like we want it to be on our platform because we we see every day like these tools being used by groups whether it's like you know, map fact matching, Pictionary, karaoke, like, you know, and, and how much like serendipity and joy that can bring to a meeting. Even if it's just for like five minutes of trivia before your meeting, it gets people in this really cool state of flow. Anyway, I point that out because I think like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a piece of real estate on this monopoly board that kind of feels like ready to build on. And, and, and so as crazy as it sounds, um, and that I think, like maybe we're going to go back and swing for the fences this time. Um, I mean, we definitely are, but like I say, maybe because like you never know if you're going to hit the ball or not. But yeah, we're we're we we have ridiculously audacious plans uh, to do that.
1: That's awesome. So you're definitely swinging, right? And uh, it will just depend on uh, how far that ball connects
0: out, right? Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, like the ball, like it, it feels a bit like we went from the batting cages on, like, you know, on the south side of the amusement park to the north side where like the speeds are faster and there's a lot of, a lot more hitters and you're know, like, people are pulling like specialized bats out of their bag and you're like, whoa, like, there it's a crowded, it's a crowded, um, it's a crowded uh, landscape here with people with tons of funding, um, you know, all vying for how do we make remote work more engaging and how do we make people who are, you know, who are distributed feel emotionally um, connected, uh, you know, so it's it, it's not a, a secret uh, little part of the economy here You know.
1: So as we tie that back to kind of investment and swinging, right? Like you had talked about earlier where, Hey, I don't want to necessarily put all my chips on this thing. Uh, and now you talk about, you know, Hey, we're swinging. Hmm. Is it a space where it's like, Hey, I'm, I'm allocating and we're going and we're, we're betting on this thing. Or is it, uh, you know, Hey, I've, I've still got some in reserve cause still got to, you know, uh, hold through to the wifey and the travel now that. Yeah. You know, I say,
0: grown up. yeah the, um, you know, it's interesting. I think we have, um, our old business is still kind of still there. And it's, um, it's, it is, it's a in-person corporate event business that was great. And our website's still there and still have pretty good SEO. And, and I feel like that's, that's kind of our, the plan B is like, you know, we, we can always, there's always money in the banana stand, you know, if you ever watched Arrested Development, you know, it's like sort of the banana stand, you know, uh, of, uh, of this, but we're like, we're kind of building this pier in front of the banana stand that certainly might get washed away by, by a hurricane, but we're all going to run back to the, to the live in-person events, banana stand and, and hopefully start building that, uh, building that up again. Um, so, yeah, um, yeah, that's, that it it is, it's a risk, you know? Um, but I, but I, I, like I've been around a while in 52, you know, and I'm, and I've seen a lot of, uh, friends and folks who've grown companies and evaluated their opportunities. and, And this really does feel like an opportunity that we'd be, we'd be silly to really not to not get in the batting cage right now. We're seeing like such good product market fit and, um, you know but it is a little scary you know at the same time you're like okay am i gonna am i gonna like throw my back out swinging so hard with this you know little bat um so (laughs) you know like so far i feel like we're 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 on base you know we're like we're playing we're playing small ball and that's kind of what we're uh we're what we're telling our staff it's like let's just hey we're our average is good you know um i think everyone's like hey are we gonna get a grand slam like you know, whoever, Mark McGuire, it's like, maybe like, but we can also, we can, we're moving people around the bases pretty well. So um, I think we're, we're happy with that. And it's giving us some, you know, some confidence.
1: Nice. Any piece of advice or feedback that you would give to, you know, someone who's earlier in the journey or in the middle of the journey, or just kind of coming into that profitability state to, uh, you know, given your experience?
0: yeah I would just say that like you the, the the just focus on the people that you're that you're bringing on um to partner with like to hire to, to those key hires um that will that's everything um and I've experienced the you know the 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 sea anchor of the wrong people and the like the wind that's like pushing into your sails with the right people um so I think that's really like, it's nothing new at all, but it's so, it's so important.
1: So on that front, what have you done or developed or how do you think about, you know, your hiring process to make sure that you get the person who's, you know, blowing wind and the bellows
0: as opposed to uh, anchoring you down? Yeah, we, um, you know, it's, it's interesting, like in this new remote world, like we've been able to interview people so much farther and wider and i think it used to be like well let's think about our personal networks and um you know who lives within whatever 50 miles of you. it was ridiculous so we um we've actually been using our, our platform to like to interview people um to get a better sense of, of w- what they're like uh you know using using like a more of a gamified video conference call um, so i'd say like We've not we, we've kind of embraced um, some of these n- new ways of, of recruiting um, and and not just sticking to the like oh, well we'll hire you know we'll hit our network up we'll put an ad out on you know wherever so it's kind of fun to be able to like check those boxes like everywhere I want you know or like these time zones um, so that's been pretty pretty cool and we've seen we've seen the remote work work, work, work very well um, you know for us we we've like accomplished a lot um with everyone working from home um, so
1: so that's allowed you to cast a wider net it sounds like is there anything as part of that process to uh you know keep it less of a roulette wheel so to speak if someone who's got the right experience says the right things right and Hmm. comes in and doesn't perform right yeah right someone who actually does what you're hoping
0: yeah. Well, I have, you know, my business partner has the unenviable and harder task. Well, I don't know if it's harder of like of hiring, you know, engineers, um, but he does, you know, he does gives tests and, and he really wants to know that you've got like, you can do what you say you can do. Um, and I'm like, the, I'm a very old school person where I usually ask about like, what's the, like, what, what was the crappy job you did? You know, cause I've like, I don't want to interview people that are that tell me like that they're an experienced designer or something where they're like, they threw, they threw a good dinner party and then they're like, Hey, I'm an experienced designer. It's like, uh, I, like I want, uh, you know, remember interviewing somebody at their job was, um, that they washed and groomed dogs, you know, like in a place for two years when they were in college or something. And I was like, you know, it's, like, the ability to like, you know especially if you're in, you're in a in a startup mode where you you don't have huge departments with big teams um you you really need people that can um that can buckle down and do the dirty work and you know it's like hey you're not going to come in here you're not going to have a team to to go in and do the mind-numbing work of like figuring out exactly how the the google analytics is working and you know um so you want uh someone who can actually do that and then I sort of find like those, those super analog jobs that you might've done when you were younger are a good indicator of, of, of like one's ability to, to do that, you know?
1: That's interesting. Appreciate you sharing that. Um, as we're wrapping up here, um, Ian, what, what's the
0: best way for people to connect back with you? Sure. Sorry. That's my dog whining, uh, at, at like the, the next door neighbor's dog. Um, yeah, it probably is our website. It's weave.co, uh, wev w e-v e co. And uh I think on Instagram we're weave together. Um, but they can email me, I'm ian at weave.co. And my name's I-A-N. But yeah, our website weave.co, there's a big there's probably eight trillion opportunities to plop your email in there. Uh, it's a fun, it's a fun site. You can get a good idea of what we do. Very cool.
1: Well, I appreciate the time uh, spending with us today, Ian. I appreciate the insights and uh, you know, maybe
0: we'll be using uh, Weave here shortly. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me, Liam. All right. Take care.
1: Thank you for joining us today on The Prosperity Perspective. If you'd like to subscribe to our podcast, please head over to the prosperityperspective.com where you can hear from other successful business owners on their approach to investments. On our website, you'll be able to learn more about how DML Capital currently helps other business owners, like yourself, diversify their investments and grow their wealth. Take our short quiz to see if you're ready to take the next steps toward your financial success.